Hello, hello. <laughs> it's we been a minute. Sorry, we are I here. And I was like, no, because Natalie <laughs> had tapped in the chat and was like, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I'm like, happy Valentine's yes. Day. Thanks, lady. Natalie, for, for, chapping, for tapping in. Hey, what's yeah. up? Uh, what's the girl chat sports with more and Mel? Happy to see everybody there. Happy Valentine's, Galentine's, whatever you want to call it. Happy February 14th. Yes. <laughs> it's Happy funny Ash because Wednesday to all my uh yeah, that part too. brethren. There you go. Yes. Yeah. No wonder the church by me was was packed up in here today. Yeah. Um it's a yeah, so we were off last week. We're back. I see we're both getting got the red memo, so that's good. I feel like January took about six months, and February has taken like sixty seconds. I had a friend that hit me up. Uh, my girlfriend is in town this weekend for her daughter's cheer competition, and I was like, "It's February already." I didn't realize like how far into it we were already. I don't know. It's got Mardi Gras, you got Lent, you got Valentine's Day. President's weekend yeah. this weekend. Like it just doesn't end. All-star weekend for NBA. We just yep, had Super Bowl for like 300 weeks here in Vegas, it feels like. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's it's definitely a lot. So welcome to the show. We hope everyone's well. If you're tuning in, make sure you give it a share. Share with your friends. Say hello. What's up to Heather? Thanks for tuning in. Happy Valentine, hey, Galentine to you, Heather. Um, yeah. So unfortunately we had some, uh, first of all, let me share some of these. These are some of the funny little Valentines that <laughs> you sent me. The Jordan ones were yeah. hilarious to me, <laughs> but give it up to Maverick. He has his own Valentine's cards, the VGK pup there on the far left. He's you're so dog gone cute. You've got Chelsea Candace's you're just, you go to, we go together like all black shoes and white socks. <laughs> Don't like fair ones. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, getting on the Valentine's Day. Uh unfortunately there was some there was a, a mass shooting today at the Kansas City Chiefs um championship parade, which is ungodly and ridiculous. And unfortunately, we have to keep hearing about these crazy people toting guns everywhere. Uh, what was more sickening, I think, was that I read the, one of the latest um, news reports in that there was one dead, 21 people injured, 11 victims of gunshot wounds were children. Right. It was 6 to 15. 11 kids got shot here. For what? Well, they get it's shot sickening. in schools, too, and no one seems to want to do anything I mean, about any of this. So people don't want to get seem to want to do anything. So I mean, hey, it's a voting year. Um, mm -hmm. Let's make some changes in gun control because this is getting ridiculous. Absolutely. Three people. Uh, fortunately, there did seem like there was three people that were taken in custody. So hopefully, those three will get buried underneath the jail or something. I don't know. Yeah, if they're them, like I don't know if it was just caught up in the melee that they arrested them. Um, one said they actually had a gun on them. I mean, it could have been their own personal gun. I mean. Missouri is a very well, you know, they, uh, yeah, state Missouri with, gun control, with their gun uh, laws. So, you know, I mean, I hope they caught the proper assailants for this and bring them to justice. But yeah. It's just, it's terrible. You're going out there. To, I mean, that makes people think like, well, gosh, I mean, not like we haven't already thought about it, like, well, what's, where can we go that's safe? But I felt like I felt pretty safe within Vegas during this whole last week of craziness of Super Bowl. But then you've got, Hundreds of thousands of people gathering, close to a million in Kansas City, and, and this is what happened. So, 
Right. It is. It's it's sickening and terrible and disgusting. What's up, Miss Bondi? Thanks for tapping What's in. Up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's terrible. So our yeah. prayers and thoughts go out to them. I know um, all the chiefs made it out okay, and they had tweeted and ha were hoping for the best for those that uh, you know for the families of those that maybe have been injured and just terrible, terrible, terrible. Right. But we're not going to dwell on that right now. I did want to talk about, uh, we'll get into the Super Bowl here in a second, but another hot topic, there was some questions on, you know, Usher getting married in Vegas and he had gotten like a marriage license the week before. Well, today they released pictures. They did get married in Vegas. I thought they got married after the Super Bowl. Got married. He seems appears to have all of his kids there. Um and so, yeah, the shotgun wedding, Vegas style. <laughs> Only way to do it. Might hey, well. you're gonna do, if you're performing for Super Bowl, you might as well get married right after. You know, you're in the town. You already got two kids with this woman. And, you know, you've been married before, of course, in the past. And this one seems to stick. So why not? I wish them the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's one thing that I find interesting. People were, I found kind of trending on social media a little bit is, of course, um, we all know... <laughs> We all saw Reba's tweet. She said, boots with the fur, Super Bowl uh, 58 ready. And, of course, T-Pain says, the whole club looking at her. Now, my impression when I was listening to the song and when the song was big was that you had boots with fur, like fur on your boots, because that was a, a fashion thing back then when the song came out. But now it makes you relook at the song as, was it just boots and a fur? No? I thought it was boots with the spurs. <laughs> with the spurs? Yeah. I thought it was. Because spurs come on boots. I, I I had no idea it was the fur. Boots with the fur, yeah. Boots with the fur. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's still open for discussion. I am now thinking, well, maybe it's just anyone wearing fur and boots. But hey, that, that is what it is. There was also uh, <laughs> Brandon Marshall had went on, had a paper route podcast show and went on there and talked about how Kanye West and his girlfriend got kicked out of the Super Bowl because they had bought tickets and sat right in front of Taylor Swift, hoping, of course, that cameras shine on her. They get seen. Well, first of all, he was calling her P Katy Perry to begin with when he was talking about it and then changed to Taylor Swift. Well, most of social media was saying, well, if Kanye was kicked out the Super Bowl, he most likely would have went on some tirade on Instagram Live or any of his social media platforms because that's just what Kanye seems to do. Uh, and today, Kanye broke a little news and he said, also, I didn't get kicked out of the Super Bowl. We left our seats to go to YG's box and see different friends. My wife had never been to Super Bowl, so I wanted to walk around and have a nice time. We had such a fun day. So... It seems as though uh, Kanye is clearing the air and figuring out, you know, kind of letting us know what really happened there. I'm still curious to know where that information came because it didn't come from TMZ. It came from Brandon Marshall. And that's what that is. So who knows? Who knows what happens with that? I just... <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. Mo tapped out right now. So maybe she's on a phone call. Uh, Heather said we need a flow rider to chime in on the boots with the fur. Listen, um, maybe we need to DM him and, and see what's what's good with that. But 
There is uh, one Hugadoris to mention, uh, you know, not a lot. You would think that there was a lot more happening here in Vegas and Hugadoris would have been known. Me. My apologies. <laughs> I heard you. I was yeah. like, Mo's just taking a little break. It's all right. <laughs> I was expecting Texas. I was trying to put it on Do Not Disturb, but they're texting me during the show and I'm like, hey, I'm at my show. Give me a minute. <laughs> hey, it's just what it is. Uh, like I said, there's wasn't a whole lot that I could find as far as anyone going crazy out here in Vegas, as far as Hugadores goes. I mean, you sent me some videos of girls fighting at the Cosmo, and we saw there a couple fights of everywhere. There was a few. Uh, if you go on Las Vegas, for those that are locally here and have Instagram or Facebook, yeah. you can go on Las Vegas Scoop. Shout out to them or 702 Memes or any of those places, and they'll give you highlights of all the stuff you didn't see on the strip. All but the drama that went on. Part. Right. For the most part, I feel like people behave themselves. I think my biggest thing takeaway from it was getting to be very up close and personal to a certain degree of Russell and Sierra, see okay. Fat Joe and talk to him, to see yes. um, one guy from Ultimatum was kind of standing across the way from us, one tall, goofy guy. And uh, I wish, I wish, I wish to God I could have gone to the Shaq's Funhouse and got in there to partake in the free robe and the toys and all that stuff he was giving away. Not to mention the after party for the Super Bowl after Usher's wedding. I'm assuming that was at Encore <laughs> Beach Club. That was closed to the private roller right. skating party with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. I roller skating party. Oh, my goodness. I would have loved yeah. to have been in that room. And wow. shout out to my folks that work for Wynn that was able to take stories and post them in their Instagram personally. It looked amazing. Oh, geez. You lucky dogs, you. There was... There was a lot Rock of stuff. Super partying over at Excess, Encore Beach Club at, uh, at Usher's after party. So oh, wow. The Usher party was probably low the rise, spot. Live low oh riders, skaters from his skate team, other skaters. I think they're going to incorporate something now where at Encore Beach Club, you can bring your skates and start roller skating up there. Really? So, so is there like a big floor to skate on, I guess? I don't know. They do. Know. They have something that covers the pool and all that kind of stuff. But people were skating by the, like the cabanas and all, you know, it's all concrete. So if you got good wheels and you can skate good, I guess you'll make it. <laughs> if, you know? if, you're, if your skills or if your game is up to par, if you got it. Like right. That. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. Hey, 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 hey. Might as well be. <laughs> Natalie said they showed Taylor Swift 12 times during the Super Bowl. Why? That's at least three to four times more per quarter. I mean, it wasn't for the length of the Super Bowl. It didn't seem crazy. I think there was a lot going on. Natalie, you were busy. We were playing a game. It was Super Bowl Sunday. Um, when you put the time to it, there she wasn't on time-wise that long. But everybody that hit the over five and a half times shown, they did win their their bet on, on Taylor. I think Swift. I think it. I think her total appearance was fifty three seconds. They said less than under a minute. Yeah, which for a, what was for that three and a half hours that we saw? Yeah. But you gotta understand a clip lasts what a half a second, so it's just you know added up. It definitely added up. Yeah, or I didn't find it to be too much. I just I wasn't a fan of Ice Spice having to be on there with her, but you know, whatever. I like Ice Spice. What's wrong with Ice Spice? What she do to you? She didn't do nothing. I'm just I'm not a fan. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Mama Kelsey meme of her googling. You know, uh, what's an Ice Spice? That was a good meme too. Yeah. And Jason Kelsey trying to introduce what Ice Spice is. 
<laughs> or him with marshmallow at a at, at a XS. That's a good time too. I I guess you know Mo's gonna take your cause. If anybody else wants to text Mo right now, feel free because it's good to go. <laughs> We're gonna get into some Super Bowl action. Uh, the Chiefs back to back champs. This is and they went to overtime. It's only the second time in NFL history. Uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes gets MVP. It's his third. It's the third championship for the Chiefs in five years. They have. There's been no back-to-back championship since Tom Brady and the Patriots did it, and I'm sure that's a little factoid that Miss Natalie would tell us. Gatorade was purple, so if you were betting on purple to win, that also was the winning one. Not to mention uh, the most watched telecast in history. Crazy. Over 123.4 million average viewers across all platforms. CBS had 120 million. Um, Paramount Plus had people on there as well. But more than 200 million viewers watched all or part of Super Bowl across all networks. I just, there's a lot of people. A lot of people and a lot of money. A lot of money was gambled at the Vegas casinos, over $185 million. I won a hundred bucks. So I only bet probably like, I don't know, $15, but Hey, you come up when you can, right? (laughs) And Usher's performance, Mo thoughts. First of all, let me just get into the thoughts of the Super Bowl as a whole, okay? Uh, I don't really care. I'm going to just come from a fan standpoint of being a Raider and uh, being a Raider fan. I'll get an objective, objective or two. So Raider fan, I don't give a F about any of these numbers you post in and what the Chiefs did and who. I don't care. I don't care about the San Francisco 49ers being there. We need a deep cleaning and allegiance as we speak to germify all the germs and nasties that were in the building, aside from the people that we love that were just spectating and being there, of course. But we, we need to purge this whole thing. I, I'm so ready for this whole Super Bowl post everything to move on. Like, I'm not entertained by the least of any of it. I do not care. I'm rocking red, but I'm rocking red for Valentine's Day. It has nothing to do with either of these teams. (laughs) This was a Super Bowl nightmare. I wish it never happened. However, I will say on a podcast level and objectively, it was basically probably one of the best games of Super Bowls I've ever seen. If you did bet on, you know, the overtime, that was plus 900. So you was going to win bank if you had gone like second or third quarter and said, hey, let me just see if they'll go into overtime. People were winning money left and right. Now, I was at Circa, half at Vicks, half at Circa. And for the record, Vicks and some local places were doing $40 all you can eat. And you could watch the game, great atmosphere, had mixed fans. It was kind of nice to see people there in the Raiders regalia too. Um, And then Circa had a combination of Kansas City Chief fans, 49er fans. 49er fans were wanting us Raider fans to side with them. Chiefs fans were trying to sell us to side with them. <laughs> we were basically caught in the middle of the whole thing. I told them I didn't give a F. I really was hoping for 49ers just because it's West Coast, whatever. But we're rivals to them, too. Um, we never want any team in our division to try to win a game. But this was a well-played game, except for the end of defense on San Francisco's part, which they had big news today of losing their defensive coordinator, probably for that reason. Now, with that being said, I thought Usher's show was great. I thought it was really good. I danced the whole time. I don't think it was the best Super Bowl show. 
I did like that he brought in the Vegas elements of the dancers, yes. the surf dancers. Shout out to Jackson State with the HBCU mm-hmm. Sonic Boom Band. Shout out to the Kappas that were there in his background dancing with him. Shout out to all of that great Black excellence for Black History Month. I loved every minute of it. I still hold a torch to Prince's show being one of, of the course. best Super Bowls I've ever watched. It still will be my number one. Um, this does fall. I won't say it's in the top 10. I won't say Usher show is in the top 10. But no? I understand the hustle of the setup for the tour. Like, Usher, you really going to take our money this year. You're really going to take our money this year <laughs> by signing up this tour. You're going to be at T-Mobile Arena to do your yeah. concert and stuff. So anybody that didn't go to Usher's residency have now an opportunity to take five or 600 maybe maybe $1,000 to go see him play at T-Mobile. But this is like the setup to everything. And, you know, Natalie's texted me because I'm getting a text from her now. Talking I know. About she said, she <laughs> said, what about the flag it, underneath? Yeah. We talked about it last week. If she, We or talked about it last week. But I will say, I don't know if he planted it or not. That's the other rumors. We don't know for sure if he planted it. Okay. Uh, if he did, um, then I feel like we're always going to be on top of y'all. And we're always going to be gunning for y'all. So it's cool. Whatever. But I'm just glad that the Red Kingdom and the Red Sea have left the city. Like, we need a deep scrub. We need yeah. good cleaning. New I was a Chiefs fan for one day, and start, it paid off, and that's it. And, things. Yeah. And, and even Max Crosby, even Antonio Pierce, all of us were just ready for them to get the hell out of there. We have no comment of how we feel about it. Get the hell out. <laughs> that's what we want. And I know they got to be scrubbing that training facility real good. <laughs> Train UNLVs too, because I don't want y'all, the 49er fans, jinxing our team because they did so well in the Mountain West this past season. Scrub uh, them real good. Scrub our locker rooms real good at Allegiant. Like everything, just, just cleanse the whole city. Put a bubble on us. Let it do rain. Whatever you got to do. Because like I said originally I that I was there for the Super Bowl for Usher, and I thought it was a great show. I thought he did an amazing job. Loved her on the guitar. Saw her live yes. in the past, and she's amazing. Yes. Alicia, Keys, Alicia was, was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have issues with the song choices, but what people don't understand is Usher's catalog is so big that what do you, it's hard to choose in a 13 minute, and this is the longest Super Bowl yeah. ever performed of a halftime show, which songs and which selections you're going to do. So trying to make uh, that decision. That I hear said, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I thought it was great. I only wish that when he started and did like seven o'clock on the drive, and then then he just cut off. And I was like, "What? A, can we get like ten more seconds of the song? Like, can we just?" But he played a lot of great hits. It was fully entertaining. He's definitely like a top five for me. Um, I don't know if he's top five. I, I'd give him in the top ten, maybe, but I don't know about top. He's five. top five for me. Yeah. I, and, I really, and that's great, I really it, it, it's it. worthy yeah. of it. It's worthy of that conversation. I'm not knocking it that if he was, yeah. you know, top five. But I mean, you got Katy Perry coming in on a, a dog on Big Lion. I see. Yeah, but it I'm was, not like uh, it just. I'm I not like Katy Perry's music is not what I'm. Helicopter. You know, yeah. Huh? So it's, I said for Katy Perry, it wasn't like, but I wasn't like jumping up and down, getting ready to sing with her and listen. To well, her you're music. not a Katy Perry was, person anyway, but right. you have to understand that the. I'm looking at the entertainment aspect of it, the draw Mm -hmm. of the optics and everything else. I thought Rihanna's show was amazing. The Weeknd's had me a little confused, but people thought that was a really good show. So very subjective. Well, The Weeknd's very confusing, too. Prince Prince (laughs) made it rain when he's singing Purple Rain. It doesn't get no... I mean, 
God let that flow down. It was just, yeah, it was great. And then he's it not here great. with us anymore. I mean, that makes it most of the epic shows. And some people, will oh, yeah, he's Michael definitely Jackson on top. He's definitely on top. I just, I, I feel like it was probably one of the great ones because it was Michael. Pepsi's I thoroughly enjoyed year. Dre and Snoop and all them last year as you well. Know, they were good. You know, that was good. Yeah. It was okay. Like, I like Kendrick. That was the only thing I liked with them because, wow. again, it was a good homage to the West Coast, but you could have had more. Like, I could have. But, but like again, it's 13 minutes or 12 minutes you 12 get. Minutes. So what, yeah, how yeah. much can you really do yeah, at that you, point? You can't do too much. But it's <laughs> Heather nice said, if me. Heather said, is it New Orleans for Super Bowl? Is there a girls trip next year? No, I'm interested to see. Orleans, but then you roll who... right into Mardi Gras and I'm going to have to stay down there hostage. And Mardi Gras is already turning up right now. No, they but I would like to see turned. Big Frida and Little Wayne, Juvenile, yeah, maybe Cash, Cash Money. Money. Absolutely. Uh, some people, uh, some local uh, New Orleans bounce artists that are out of there. That would be good. Master P, if they could do a No Limit, I would be all there Ooh, for No it. Limit and Cash uh, Money. And then that would be like the tour show. of like 1999. Huh? That's amazing. I said they did like a tour together, Cash Money and No Limit. Like that would be like a tour from like 1999 or 1998. Yeah, yeah. It would be, I, was, I was even hoping to see them as a versus of Cash Money and, and yeah. No Limit. Like I was waiting for that. That never came. But I would oh. like to see them incorporate like Wayne and some people for New Orleans, but you never know who they're going to get. This might be the setup for Taylor Swift to do the New Orleans show. I wouldn't oh, mind God, that either. No. Kind of be curious to see how that one looks. But she's not New Orleans. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, um. was Beyonce <laughs> doing hers in Houston? Was Prince? Prince was in Florida when he did his. He's Minnesota. So, I mean, I don't know. I they travel you. everywhere, but I, I feel like there's something going on with this whole Taylor Swift thing too. <laughs> uh, that, you know, could be a setup for something. I mean, we just have to sit back setup and wait. Continues. The setup yeah. continues. <laughs> and how long does this pseudo relationship last? I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, to get you back onto your to, to start your cleansing, I just want to share a quick video. Shout out to our guy, uh, Brian Salmon. Uh, he was fully engulfed in Super Bowl activities. He's definitely going to have to jump on with us again um, once things calm down for him. But, of course, he's, he was out there getting the full life of Allegiant Stadium post-game. post, post uh, game. But there was a quick video that I wanted to share with you and the rest of your Raider Nation fans because maybe it'll start the cleansing for you. Gotta give you a little Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they better know they were just visiting. They're just house guests. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe it's the Vegas. was red on the building, so that's what they committed to, and they did that darn thing. What I want is the revenge game of us going to Santa Clarita after New Orleans is back in Santa Clarita, and the Raiders are in the Super Bowl over in Santa Clarita. Let's see how those 49er fans feel about that kind of thing. Santa They're gonna Clara. like it too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't think they're, they're, they're gone. Moving on. They're good. They're gone. They moved on. It's over. <laughs> These guys back to back, whatever. I'm on basketball and Golden Knights, and we got new players added to the lights team and all that good stuff. Man, this new players, new coach, new owner. Yeah. I mean, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Here's a little tidbit yeah. for Natalie um, and for all of those. Maybe thought the Fountain Blue wasn't doing much yet. Uh so it was announced that Fountain Blue uh, announced that the Hall of Excellence will be coming. It'll be a museum featuring curated collection of sports and rare, mem rare memorabilia from Jim and Fran Frey, as well as Tom Brady and the Tom Brady Family Collection. It is scheduled to open later this year. So as if 
Vegas isn't becoming a sports capital, they're going to have this amazing curated collection of sports uh, memorabilia that we'll get to uh, check out at the Fountain Blue. Hmm. Interesting. Hopefully it's better than the NFL experience. <laughs> I don't want to talk nothing else about that damn Super Bowl. NFL season is over, you guys. Yes, we'll have some great NFL news coming up. Like, <laughs> done. <laughs> forward. Football's over and I'm just can't, I haven't got into the NBA swing of things. Like I've been Netflixing and I'm just like, oh, watching basketball. Well, we're getting into all-star break now, but the NBA has been very exciting. Uh, the fact that they thought, at least Golden State thought that they could get LeBron James before they <laughs> play with Steph Curry was probably the most comedy thing I've ever, I'm, ever and it went all the way to like Jenny Bust to where she said, Hey, go talk to his agent, talk to him, see if they want to go. You know, I just, I'm sad he didn't want to go. <laughs> that was all for him to go. But why do they think he'd want to go? I, that's what I want to know. I don't know. Cause he has control of the Lakers. He could say who's coming, who's going on a whim. And the I don't fact think that Jeannie he... Buss sat there and said, go talk to him. And she can't make a formidable decision, decision. Well, or Rob Linker I think it's Jeannie. That's team. more like, I want my players to be happy where they're at. So if he wants to leave, cause he's unhappy, then please ask him and see what he says. Clearly. He's not. Speaking of Lakers, let's talk about two, eight, 24. I know we talked about it last week, but. Now everyone we didn't have it seeing... last week, so we gotta be able to talk. Yeah, about we gotta it. talk about it. we didn't because we were at the NFL super experience. Thing. <laughs> I know. Jesus. The repeat the groundhog's day of NFL experience. Oh, but real quick on the experience, I think because we went Wednesday. Here's my here's my riff with NFL experience. Not only is it the same exact stuff you see at every Super Bowl experience in every city, it's the same stuff you see at every draft. So if you've ever been to a draft or Super Bowl experience in any city, you're seeing the same stuff just in a different configuration. And there wasn't enough homage to Vegas. It was in some stuffy convention hall that it just didn't feel like it was very airy. Not to mention there wasn't like anyone in the draft, when the draft came, there was a schedule of you could, you knew who was going to be where, whether you wanted to listen to them, get autographs, see them play. There was like a schedule. There was no schedule for the NFL experience. So you didn't know it was hard what was... to even navigate. You couldn't even get around that thing. You didn't know where you were going. They had a big, large map. Still didn't help you as far as where to go. Our guide pretty much, and shout out to her because she's doing the best she could for yeah, the circumstances. They probably have been doing it all day, knowing like the back of her hand, but it wasn't really taking me anywhere thrilling. No, there was no excitement to great. it. And I, it and it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with the fact that it was Raiders, I mean, Chiefs and 49ers. It was just the fact that it just didn't, it was blah. Like, there was nothing new. There was nothing new happening there. It was the same stuff you're going to see at every experience, just we in a different early. place. Maybe we. Yeah, and that. I feel I like maybe know, but... I feel like maybe Friday and Saturday got busier because more people were coming in town, whether it be athletes or the people that were going to be doing like you know autograph autographs sessions. Autographs and, and you know, I just the Wednesday just wasn't it the day period, but I don't think it really got any better necessarily. I just feel like it got more crowded, and I'm definitely glad I didn't go when it was even more crowded. Or the parking garages were charging eighty dollars to park, or you know, like that. Or eighty dollar tickets on Saturday just to go to that thing. And to park, it was like 75. It was like 40 on Wednesday, but then to park anywhere else, it was like 50 and 100. It was just... Yeah, that's insane. Uh, shout out to my girl, Rashida, because I had no idea. I knew she was working the NFL's experience, and it totally like blew my mind. And when she told me after that, she was like, Mo, I was in charge of the line for the Lombardi Trophy. I could have definitely cut you guys ahead so you got a picture with the, the Super Bowl trophy. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot you were working that. 
Like we walked by it, but we did I didn't see her and I didn't think. And it's like I know. It's just no navigation whatsoever. I mean, luckily I got to see the Lombardi trophy during the Monday opening. So that was the the good thing. The Monday night opening night was cool. You got to see inside. You got to see inside the stadium. You got to enjoy a little bit that with the top left was me this with the Lombardi trophy. We ain't waiting the line by did a selfie, of course. 23,000 fans in attendance. It was a cool vibe. A lot of things that you could do and go see. And you got to see the field. I mean, it wasn't the same field, but it was the same field. You got to basically get the experience of being there without having to pay that $8,000 ticket to walk in. Yeah, that would have that been day. cool. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I got to check out. There was a pop-up shop for um, Urban Necessities and Feature. I got to score me a cool Vegas Super Bowl hat because... I didn't want to have either of those teams on my Super Bowl hat, but I wanted to make sure I was able to commemorate the Las Vegas Super Bowl. So definitely scored with that one. Uh, there was also uh, the Jen Welters camp. That was pretty cool to go to. A Day in the Life were about, I'd say there was like 100 women there that came to practice and play uh, and learn from Jen Welter as well as some other people. Or Ricky Wadler was, was there. That um, the kicker from the Raiders, he he wasn't there this year, but I think last year or the year before he was there. Um, a bunch of the silver, uh, the Vegas Silver Stars. It's the women's um, tackle football team here. They were there. A lot of cool people. And then Jen Walter had some kind of inspirational stuff. So here's a quick bit. Once you know what you're worth, once you find that place, when you find that in yourself, you can imagine, you start to hunger for it. And you can settle for less because you know you deserve magic. That's what this field did for me. This was the place in the space the women were not supposed to go. The sport we were not supposed to play. They called it the final frontier for women in sports. Not only me and a lot of my sisters out here, we took that as a challenge. It was good. It was really good. <laughs> and I also got to head out to the celebrity, uh, celebrity sweat, celebrity flag football game, which was pretty cool. Here's a quick uh, touchdown by RG3. One of the things that was cool too is I guess uh, Jersey Shore is filming again because you know Polly D was in it, but the whole cast of Jersey Shore was also there with big fat heads of Polly D, and it looks like and they had a camera crews there filming him, so that was interesting. Um, rookie media mistake here. I had been interviewing with the, so I went to both the the football game and then the thing with Jen Welter earlier. I was using my mics and stuff. Um, things were good at Jen's. I went straight into the football thing, interviewing people. I came home and I had no audio. So <laughs> I got to talk with Sydney Colson. I talked with Alicia Clark. Um, Alicia Clark uh, was getting, <laughs> Sydney was talking with, um, with, uh, why what am I why am I blanking? Why am I blanking? Um 
point, the point God on FaceTime while I'm interviewing Alicia, that gets in the video, Rob Briggle, um, RG3 and his wife, just kind of talking about why that event was great for them, giving back to the first responders, you know, Alicia and Sydney are ready for the next season to come. They're glad that all the pieces are coming together, back together again. RG3, just his importance on National um, Girls and Women in Sports Day, because he's a father of four girls. But here's just a quick little video with music, since there was no audio. <laughs> So yeah, Chelsea was there on the FaceTime. Rodrigo got a good laugh out of me telling him that, you know, I already know he's a Chiefs fan. I just need him to make sure that they win. Um, and uh, he explained, you know, <laughs> oh, here goes Mo's phone. I thought she had it on airplane mode, y'all. I guess not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. While we're finishing up Vegas news, I want to show a little video with the Vegas Thrill, our professional volleyball team that started their season earlier this month. But their first home game is tomorrow night at Dollar Loan Center. We're Vegas Thrill. Of course we live in sweats. We're Vegas Thrill. Of course we match during practice. <laughs> we're Vegas Thrill. Of course we're a little crazy. We're Vegas Thrill. Of course, we're inviting you to our home opener on February 15th. See you there! <laughs> you know, I, I... welcome back, Mo. <laughs> then boyfriend forgets I have the show. I literally told him <laughs> I'm going to have the show. I'll hit you up after. He starts calling. I said, hey, I'm doing the show. Oh, shoot. That's right. I forgot. Oh, my God. I just told you. What's this. up, Dan? I just told you this an hour ago, buddy. Like, <laughs> the routine Aww. of it all. It's the routine of it all. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, my uh, apologies, before, audience. But yeah. You're good. I don't know. Uh, the Lady Rebels are playing right now. And they also oh, they play are. again. They also play again on, it looks like, Saturday at Thomas and Mac. So that could be a good thing. I might have to go check that out. Saturday, yeah, 5 yeah, o'clock, Thomas and Mac. Check I'm not going to be yeah. able to, but go ahead and check that out for real. Yeah. And then, of course, we got to give a big shout out to our VGK, Alex Peter Angelo, who played his 1,000th career game. Let's That's, go. Let's really go. Let's really, really, really. All right. Go. Now, I need you to put that thing of Kobe back up because we missed Kobe Bryant yes. day of 2 Please talk about it. Give it a give it and, a whirl. And, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is this is a statue that... Um, Kobe selected himself if he were to be muralized. This is what he told uh, his camp, including his wife, Vanessa. Um, this is the pose of him hitting the 81 points that Jalen uh, Rose will never forget. And uh, for the most part, it's like, you know, we're moralized Kobe every year. And sometimes to a point I get like, you know, let that man rest. But it's just so hard to let go and it's hard to forget. Yeah. And it's just still especially since he's not here. Yeah. Exactly. It's just and I think it's just more of a shock that he's just not here. And along with Gigi not being here as well. And we represent her with the number two of that. Um, so there's gonna be 
that statue's going to, is in front of crypto. Then there's two more statues, one with he and Gigi, and I can't remember where they're going. And then there's a third one going somewhere else. And I think the third one might be going outside of Angel Stadium or Dodger Stadium, one of the two. Wow. So yeah, well, so good. we have more statue unveilings coming and it probably will happen on the 824 later on in the year, possibly, okay. who knows? Right. But uh, for 2824, definitely was quite a day to, and, and everybody was in Lakerland was kind of anticipating what's the statue going to look like. And people were out there asking, like, what do you think, which out of all these photos, which statue do you think it's going to be as right. far as the pose goes? And right. None of us knew it was going to be the one where he pointed. Nobody thought that one at nope. all. Mm -mm. Nope. But nope. hey, that's what Vanessa said. She said, if you have a problem with it, you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> like, that's what, is he what wanted. she said. And I love yeah. Nike that uh, basically put out a T-shirt and sent it to her with the Tough and the Mamba logo to her uh, <laughs> saying that. So pretty much that's what it is. And the way they unveiled it and the light shined down on his finger, like if it was a beam or ET, it yeah. just was amazing. Very incredible. So. Yeah, Kobe, you know, we love You're going to have to get to L.A. Crazy. and get on your Dodgers and go check out the statue. I'm going to have to. Like, I, I've just got to do a whole Kobe mural trip. Like, see all the murals, see the statue. Do they have, like, an app for food. that by now where, like, they have them all point, pinpointed down on, a on like, a – I feel like there should be, like, a Mamba app or something by now. I, I, I'm not surprised. I bet you they do. I bet you, if I'm, if I'm not even mistaken, I bet you 100% they do. Because right. I know what uh, certain Instagram handles that I do follow, they do have maps out of where okay. you can go and catch stuff. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Okay. That yeah. is what, that's what it is. So we yeah. are going into uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, yes. straight from Super Bowl to All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. It's also the trade deadline on Thursday. Um, just a lot going on. <laughs> Wemby like had a trade. Take it. Lakers are Okay. Uh Wemby had the most insane triple-double with 27 points, 14 uh, rebounds, 5 assists, 10 blocks. 10 blocks in 29 minutes. I love it. <laughs> that's crazy. First rookie to do that since 1990. So that's that's wild as well. That's all you I got have... down there in Spurs land. <clears throat> you also had uh, Shaq got his jersey retired Yes. In Orlando, which is the first for the franchise to yes. happen, I was surprised that I guess Penny hadn't got one yet. Right, but Penny I was wasn't. Penny hadn't gotten one either. I was kind of shocked by that myself. Yeah, Penny was there though. He was in attendance when I was watching him walk. Though it kind of gave me like a, I feel like he had Kenny legs going on or something. Ah. Like, I don't know if there's some kind of like point guard thing that happens after a certain time in your life, but he definitely. Uh, he kind of had that walk. I was trying to see if the UNLV game score was, but. And the Lakers are winning without a LeBron James. There you go. All right. UNLV is up by one point with only six minutes left. Oh, let's go, ladies. And then you got the Golden State Warriors playing the Clippers tonight. That's an epic game, 45-39 to the second quarter. Golden yeah. State is up. See, they're having all these good games on podcast nights, but when I'm looking at a games on like Monday and Saturday, I was like, no, "Well, this know. is this one's on ESPN that Golden State one." I know. I'm saying because it's on our, oh, on our show night. On our yeah, 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 yeah. I got it planned yeah. right now. But the thing That's of it good. is, is you you got to understand that the Clippers are favored now to be contenders of winning a championship as a matter of fact that is like the bet a lot of bookies are telling everyone to place on really I don't know if that's gonna happen but once you get delve into nba season because i've kind of been immersed in it with the fantasy mm -hmm. league clippers are on fire i mean 35 and 17 on the west i mean 
Minnesota Timberwolves are up there in the West. I mean, shoot, this is a 26-25 Golden State Warriors team. And they're up right now. So I don't know if they're resting or what's going on, but second quarter is early. It could turn. But that's how well the Clippers are doing. Yeah. And then they got that new stadium coming. They and isn't Kawhi coming back too? Wasn't he yeah. injured or something? So, yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. Anything's possible. They might. Uh, Jonathan next. asked a good question. Who gets number one retired for Orlando? Penny or T-Mac? <laughs> I'd say Tracy McGrady. Uh, yeah. Dang. I'd say Tracy I don't McGrady. know. I just. That's tough. Because like Penny they have to do duo for both. But of them. Penny like made the mat. I mean, Penny and Shaq like made mad. Like they were, they made the magic. Like that was, I don't know. I mean, listen, you can't have Didn't a Tracy McGrady have another number later on with another team. Like I don't think he wasn't always one, was he? I just feel like he well, could. Well, I mean, that's where Shaq started. started. Like Penny only crazy. had one team. Penny was only in the magic. He was, but clearly they didn't give it to him when Shaq jumped ship. So that doesn't that matters not. I'm just saying, so like T Mac, I'm sorry, he had other teams. He could get his jersey retired somewhere else and be fine. <laughs> he could. Penny should ultimately have it, like to your point of him being the only home. If it's going to be Shaq up there, Penny should be right by him. But Penny should have been right mean? there with him at the yeah. same time. And maybe his number's coming. I'm sure the tweets were going out on X about him, you know, Possibly. being next. You yeah. never know. And then, of course, this weekend, Saturday, we've got the three-point show, show, shootout with Steph wait. Curry and Sabrina Ionescu. So, so far, Clay and Draymond, um, and Draymond have both said they're going for Sabrina because Sabrina broke the record during All-Star uh, Weekend. Was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. Was, I think it might, was it the year before or last year? I can't remember. They kind of blur together, but Penny it's going to be a shootout. They're both looking forward to it. They're both looking to like, you know, like Sabrina says, there's going to be a young kid who hasn't maybe watched many WNBA games, but is going to watch this and they're going to have, and they're going to have that dream of one day, maybe shooting against their idol, which is cool. Cause that's like her. She's shooting against one of the people that she grew up watching. And that's. So are we going to listen to Michael Porter Jr. When he was on the pivot podcast about the women's basketball team. Needs are we listening to Michael? P and, are we listening and, to him and period? To, and, and so it can be more exciting for the women to dunk the ball. Now I've had conversation with men on this and a lot of men are Always in agreement to him saying that, yeah, if they lowered the rim, what's wrong with that? Let them dunk, let it make it exciting instead of being a shoot around. And I'm like, most of NBA is shoot around. They're not you dunking. They, dunk you might get one or two a game. Like but and again, they said, which game have you not seen where someone attempted to dunk or did not dunk the ball? I have to say, statistically watching NBA games, there is a dunk in each game from somewhere. Right. An sure. attempt or whatever. That is their excitement of the caveat of that. But that but is not me, the only reason. But they're not watching it just for the one dunk. Like, that can't be it. But that is the reason. That is the reason. I'm telling you right now. And when well, I that's what I'm saying that's a simple minded. Like the first one to dunk yeah. the ball. We haven't seen Brittany do it again since. Nice layups. Nice in the paint kind of slamming in there, but not a dunk. The guys are expressing, and these are just two guys. This is not a whole, I'm not making a model. Just I was like, guys. how many men have you asked? Was there like an interview one, panel? One from Atlanta, one from Milwaukee, both from two great looking teams that say to be excited of that, lower the rim and let these girls really show what it is by dunking the ball. I don't know. I don't know. I personally enjoy the game. I, I, I don't feel the like game. there has to be done. girls' ethics and work, and I think with the aces, they just make it exciting basketball, in my yeah, opinion. For if sure. you love basketball, you don't. 
But here's my other question too, is that so many people are like the, uh, okay, so let's jump to girl power real quick. So Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, possibly breaking the record tomorrow. She only needs eight points. She'll beat Kelsey Plum for the all time record for the women. So the thing is, is that people are going crazy over women's college basketball, whether it be Juju and USC, whether it be, um, you know, watching the Gamecocks. We saw Plies there or uh, Plies was there, I think. Right. Yeah. Plies was at one of the women's games. Yeah. So the thing is that people are going crazy over women's college basketball. They're not dunking there. Why aren't you carrying your fandom there into the WNBA and following that those players? Probably because the women are on an amateur scale and it's college and NCAA is just more exciting because these girls have but the heart and it's not. But now they're getting paid just like they are professionally. So it really. They're getting paid more than professionally. That's what's even worse. Yeah. The NAL deals are more than what the professional athletes It's get. like it's and the it's- same. They're the same players, but now they're playing against a bunch of other great players. And, the, and so now the you're saying. the story is know. a better narrative. Who doesn't want to see Caitlin Clark break this record of Kelsey Plum? Who doesn't and even want Kelsey to wants her to. Who doesn't want to see Angel Reese ball out with LSU because LSU is just and they're attached to the LSU of Joe Burrow and the the current uh, Heisman candidate. So LSU LSU just has a history of attachments of things. So that makes it exciting. So I mean, to your point, I get it, but I know why. There is a good why women people are tapping in because it's like, won't she do it or will they do it? It's more of looking at. They want to see you fall or they want to see you win, in my opinion. Right. And I hear in. you. And I think and we're also I think we're also at a disadvantage as well because like you said, the Las Vegas Aces, the atmosphere they have in that arena makes you want to go to games, makes you want to be part of it. They've already almost sold out season tickets staying there. Like they only have the upper rings on the side that were there are even available. Because like the, the story is will they three P? They want to see us either win or they either want to see that's the draw. Yeah. Aside of who's there and the cast, castmates, yes, we all have our fan favorites. Will they do a three-peat? That is the story. That's and you want to be there to see it progressively happen. Yeah. That's what and makes you, it exciting. And what makes it exciting, you look at Seattle. They they lost uh, Sue Bird. And now oh, yeah, this they year, they, building over they got a whole new big three over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> like... It's so, yeah. going to be interesting. Um, Ella Deladon decided not to play this year. We've got Megan Gustafs. Gustafson going back to the, the the Washington Mystics, leaving the Liberty. There's just a lot of things unfolding. Me personally, it's just going to be a great season, and I look forward to it. And I think seeing what happens with the draft for the WNBA is going to be even more crazy. Because yeah. where are these ladies lie? Where they end up going? What and happens? Not to mention you got it's, expansion coming and all of that. And it's just not enough. It's not enough pull in the in the draft portal for them to go anywhere honestly if these veterans stay mm-hmm. so then you got well yeah they have i mean luckily we've got what the the golden state team is gonna be um op- in 2025 but right you know at least you and you got you know um the athletes unlimited that starts their season pretty soon so they you know i, I know sid's still going there kirsten bell will be there who just won the championship in the Jordan or um, Arab League. So congrats to her. They got back-to-back there. She's got championships everywhere. So um, it'll be interesting. At least they have other things they can be doing. But, yeah, I think hopefully there will be another another spot available in 2025 where there isn't, like, two teams that are going to be um, into the, entered into the WNBA and give more spaces for people. Because Absolutely. 
they're not they're aging uh, sue bird played to what almost till 40 i mean yeah, if all these players play till 40 ain't nobody gonna 40. get in i mean they put There's on lebron type stuff but the thing of it nobody is, getting NBA in expensive. <laughs> you know what i mean this yeah. is not as expensive so it's like you're not letting mm. anybody in either so yeah. do people want to continue yeah. seeing these same players or do they want to see the excitement of the up-and-coming college players come in here and see what they can do well the that's game? the thing is that hopefully the up-and-coming college players can bring some some pizzazz and that's what i'm saying that that would be yeah. the thing to make it because to keep watching the same over and over again and no, to the guy's point no dunks yeah. no this no that okay i get it whatever I, I, think everybody has, I, think I mean, I don't watch NBA for dunks either. I, I watch it to I watch mean, I the game. I don't either, but it's one of those but, things where guys, you know, when yeah, guys sure. see a dunk, they're like, ooh. You know, guys, flashy yeah. objects, something shiny, something, shiny you know. Shiny they... high flying. And you know, when they see a dunk, they're like, ooh, cold move. Or, ooh, of course. Just, yeah, for sure. They're not saying that with the girls. They're like, whoa. But watching, know, but watching, but, but watching Chelsea Gray doing no look passes is like, that's almost as woo to me because I'm like, dang, how did she even know that person was there? Crazy. Well, the shots anyway. are what is a wow, which is great. Hitting threes, making nothing but net, you know, defending in the low post. Those are excitement things for women. Uh, men, that's that's their standard, you know. They they yeah. defend in the low post and somebody goes on the ground, it's a flop. It's dramatic. So it's all drama, you know? Drama. And we know men Full of drama. drama. And we know men are drama. Uh, <laughs> hey, so women ain't moving on. Yeah. So the women aren't bringing drama. It's the men. You know, the men like the drama. You know, the men. But I just saw Jonathan Kaminga dump the ball, dump the ball right now. So it's like it's one of those things. You know, it's just like a high flying. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I and get an arena it. that's bigger, more crowds. You know, I just you know, so many factors to it. But I don't think lowering the rim has to be the end all be all draw. Like, come on, guys. I, I don't. And then it make what is it? I don't know. I just it might be fun to do for like an all star game. Like I having a dunk competition. It, I'm just saying, like, I don't think really? we need. I I don't think it needs to happen. Like for the league, I think it'd be cool to start it with like a dunk competition for the women during All Star and let them trying it out and lowering it and doing a dunk competition for the girls. That'd be kind of cool to see. But then if we're lowering it for the whole season, it's kind of like, well, what are we saying about women? But if we're lowering we it for the dunking competition, why are they not dunking in games? Is going to be the argument to that. Why are we watching them dunk here when they don't do it in games? Why can't we just do it? Why can't it be like a spec? I mean, those are all things. All things have started, I think, at a starting point. Like, let them try it out and see. Don't change a whole season without trying it out somewhere. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying that they're not incapable of doing it, yeah. even if you were to change it. Through the no. season. I think they can. But then it also gives the point of, well, why is it that women have to do something to change something, to lower this, to do that, just to be able to compete in, you know, a man's view of what's able to be watched like screw men i mean i don't know if it's a compete to men thing or is it to bring a bring a bigger audience even for women to watch with their men because the women aren't loyal either i'll point that out yeah. i don't know i don't either but i i agree with you like i wouldn't be wanting to cow tip to a man but that this is this is the society and this is the hierarchy of what women we have to arlington end. said that the old abl tried a dunk contest in 1996 didn't work well first okay. of all 1996 1996 I mean, okay the women have evolved some of them are six like i get it but that's, that's what i'm saying like this is a good discussion this is a discussion that that's why i'm saying yeah. i have with these guys yeah it's a good one because again they made a valid point they said the women with the men aren't watching the WNBA with them like that i was like I mean, we could even flip this topic even further by saying, you know, there's a whole thing about the trans community being involved in women's sports. So is that going to make it better? I mean, will that 
that even though they could probably be dunking, but our men oh, they definitely like could that. be dunking. But well, men men want dunks. We gave you dunks, and now you're gonna complain because they're, <laughs> they're naturally born a man. I just you know but then you're gonna have so women that are simple and not women, and we can't compete of with course. that and do all that. So it's gonna be a whole can. Of, it's just a whole mission. <sighs> it's just so much. It's so much. I, I wouldn't mind them trying it or or figuring it out. I don't think it would be great for an all star break. Like having if they could make all star weekend, you know, until it, make it a, a two to three days, and not just have have like the all star game, but then also you're having like a, a nice like maybe little dunk contest five on five something like five teams yeah. of five four teams of five going at it on a lowered rim just to see what it looks like let's see how we like it maybe we won't like it maybe it'll suck because they're all used to shooting at a certain angle and now they're having to like adjust their shot and no one's scoring and who knows that could be a problem i mean too. how many inches do they have to lower it just to be that's i don't know well it's what how is it was it right now 10 feet is it 10 what's the guy's goal 15 isn't it 10 10 oh, no. no i think well, i don't know it? Is women's I'm tip? thinking of like I'm thinking of like the bottom of the backboard, I think, but no, I'm thinking I from know. the rim down. I think that's 10 feet, right? No, it's probably more than that. 15? Someone's gonna chime in here soon. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Arlington said we need Joanna Man. I mean, that seems to be what the men want. They want someone that's dunking. That's all I'm saying is that I'm just offering <laughs> another <laughs> viewpoint. <laughs> I mean, Michael Porter Jr. plays, and I'm not saying he's a credible person, but that is his take on it. And he is in the NBA. And he may be speaking for other NBA players or fans of such sport to say the same thing. I've heard but that. But the way he called it, but he didn't even call, he, what did he call him? He called him, um, late, what did he say? Not ladies. Did he get, what did he I wish say he had played in that the clip. damn interview? We might have to play it next week to get yeah, him to talk again. But will. he we'll just really, it. it was just disrespectful. The thing is we'll that he came, he comes from a very big basketball family. His mom played in college. His aunt played in college. And the way that he talked, it made it sound like you you weren't even raised by your mother to be speaking like this about women in basketball. Like it just, it sounded wrong. And I really hate the Pivot podcast for even continuing to entertain these kind of dynamics with women because they already had Simone Biles and her husband on there. I still don't even know his name correctly. And they're trying to make it to him like, Oh, so, you know, Oh, so you didn't really have to go after her. Like she wasn't a catch. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, well, don't you know that the whole draw of that podcast is a misogynistic kind of platform? Well, I didn't expect that from Ryan. I expected that from Chandler. I didn't expect that from Ryan Clark. I don't well, feel Chandler like Ryan Clark. Will, but it's Ryan's show too. I mean, I think he plays a I fine know. line of devil's advocate and sometimes he'll co-sign out. But these are the thoughts of men. This is what men are thinking. Oh, I get it. I mean, we hear it all what the time. We, we hear that in person. So I get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's I'm just so that that they're promoting it. I mean, they're continuing to have that. I don't know. I don't think they're the only ones. I mean, I feel like. I mean, I know they're not. They just have a platform to do it. And that's just what. No, what I'm saying is I don't think they're the only platform that's been saying this as well. I don't think they're the only ones, too. I don't think Up in Smoke has really gone in there. I just want them to. like Because Kelsey said, hey, get me on. Let's talk about it. Like, I want to see. Because she can. She will hold her own with all those men. And and, or Asia or any of the girls. And has. Yeah. And that's like I said, that's just an objectively uh, <sighs> objective viewpoint from certain men that think that that's and when. But to me, it's not even so much of how or what Michael Porter Jr. said. It said you're in the NBA. The one thing you should do or feel obligatory to do is support these ladies because it is within the same professional league. You guys are an anchor to that. But they don't. Why? Especially the young ones. And, and they that's don't what care. I'm saying. That's the eye-opening that's thing of it all. Yeah, They're not yeah. even. 
I mean, you see how many don't come to games. We see the ones that are regularly attending games and come, but we see the ones that uh, never show up. We know them. That's just what happens. I mean, the young up and coming stars that are just not buying into this. The veterans, they're, bu- they're busy listening to Sexy Red and and Ice Spice. <laughs> you didn't have to put Ice Spice in there like that or Sexy Red. <laughs> Let these women do that thing. Why are you hating on them so tough? I just, it's just. It's out of your age bracket. It's and definitely out of my age bracket. I mean, we can listen to whatever we listen to, but this is what they listen to. I mean, I'm not knocking these women. Get your paper. I, I wish I had thought of it too. I wish I could have got me an orphan Annie wig, put my butt up big, start talking with a deeper voice, having cadence in the songs with it. I, I, I'm hey. not your leg. I'm not going to knock these. It is what it is. is what it is. Uh, also, pitchers and catchers reported to camp today. It's officially spring training. I can get down with some baseball again. I'm excited for that. I don't know if you saw this, but your team, your Dodgers, is going to get their own city connection. Oh, we sure are getting our city uniforms. I did see this. You know, I saw this. Yes. Yeah, so, congrats to you. Jersey. Yes. For sure. With Otani's name on the back and also one with Mookie Betts on the back. There you and go. And if they make a commemorative city one with Jackie Robinson on the back for 42, I will do that too. But yeah, my daughter connect jerseys. I love the Mariners one. So, yes, I know you are. Oh my god! Okay, Rebels won. Lady Rebels won by three. Rebel Red. So we'll wear a Rebel Rebel Red for that. The only thing I'm mad about with uh, the Dodgers is they did sign Kurt Kershaw back, and hopefully wherever they (laughs) and he's not playing. They said he might not even be ready for opening day. Huh? They said he might not even be ready for opening day. And that's fine. He can he can sit over there and not be ready for opening day. We don't need him. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let it let uh, him be a pinch. Let him be a pinch. Uh, let him come in as a cl- like in the mid 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 uh mid innings or something like that. Like don't have him be the lead pitcher. Yeah, no lead pitcher for him. That just don't work <laughs> out. You let too many runs go by, sir. You've had your Tommy John surgery, your other surgeries. I mean, I, yeah. I like Kershaw. Don't get me wrong, I like him, but okay. I don't need to see him be in the top tier. We're we're all tiny right now. We've moved yeah. on. So also on the on the baseball tip, uh, the Oakland A's have are the athletics have asked the city of Oakland to see about extending their lease there at their old stadium until 2027. So it looks like they want to just stay there until they make the move to Vegas. I can understand that. I can totally understand that. But just this. But, you know, I'm sure the city's got to they're probably like, "Mm, you wanted to leave. See ya. Yeah, I know, but it, it's not like anybody was going I mean, to their games. Like they probably are losing games. money. It's not like anybody's attending these games anyway. They just no. need a place to play and, and get the stats going. I mean, it's probably cost them more to have the lights on and the heat on or whatever else in there than it does to have. First of all, that Coliseum um, needs to be demolished. But that's gonna be way. that's gonna be something that this lady is gonna be uh, having to talk about. So Jenny can't Kavnar. Is now was named the primary play-by-play announcer for the live game coverage at the Oakland Athletics. Was announced earlier last week. She's a 20-year media veteran who has 17 years experience covering baseball. She's become she becomes the first female primary play-by-play voice in Major League Baseball history. Awesome. I love that's it. Dope. I love it too. Yeah, that's I love great. it. Girl power all the way. Hey, awesome. yeah, that's our show. 
we had a great and time. We had quite a show. It was we good. Did. It was good it coming was. back. Good to talk to people. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. If you're just catching the end of it, feel free to catch the replay. Always go to Girl Chat Sports on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. It's free, 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 free to subscribe and show support. It sure is. Uh, you can catch us on Instagram, Twitter at Girl Chat Sports. Also here on Facebook. That's um, and or yeah, catch us on X. It. I'm sorry, catch no Twitter anymore. X. I just call it Twitter X. I feel like saying X is so I ridiculous. Do too. I need to get back into the verbiage of X. People be searching Twitter like, where's Twitter at? We don't see them. I mean, X. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a yes. great President's Day weekend. Enjoy continuing enjoying your uh, Black History Month. Absolutely. Uh, NBA yes, All-Star sure weekend. Yes. Everybody that's Black. I'm rooting for all y'all. There you go. And uh, be safe this weekend. Keep your head on a swivel and, you know. For sure. Be careful out there. It's rough. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Have a good one. We'll see you later. All right. We're out. Bye.